Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord. Happy the people he has chosen to be his own. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. This is the first sentence of today's gospel. Jesus tells his disciples, and he reminds us of something that I think we need to hear more of, to be reminded of daily, to take heart. And as one of my favorite poets, Mary Oliver, says, three things, pay attention, be astonished, and then go and tell someone. Well, God truly does want to give you the kingdom and all good things. And God wants to do this with pleasure and with joy and love. Believe it or not, he does. Yes, he wants to do this for you. He wants to do this for me. He wants this for the entire world. As we spoke of in last week's gospel, we see again this week, how God wants nothing more than to offer us, all of us, abundant life. A life of plenty where we experience goodness in relationship with one another, with our community, but most importantly, with he himself, our good God. So there are ways in which I'm astonished by how God works and how God shows himself, sometimes in really surprising ways, in the most unexpected ways sometimes in the most unforeseen people. And when you experience one of these surprises, it is delightful. It can be rather extraordinary, unforgettable, and sometimes even take your breath away. And then there are some ways where God's presence is so very clear and where there's no surprise at all. It's really obvious. The spirit is moving. It's palpable. Yesterday, grace was one of those days. You see, grace, many other churches, lots of community organizations, we all worked a full day yesterday, oscillating between rain and heat to do what Jesus asks us to do, to love God and to love our neighbor. Grace was alive with activity, so much joy, so much excitement and fervor. So many people, all bonded together by our love of God and community and serving together as one. After such a tremendous event as yesterday, I find it more than interesting that in our gospel this morning, Jesus reminds us to not be afraid, and to relish how God wants nothing more than to find pleasure as we seek his kingdom. So I say, when a church is willing to do this, to not be afraid, and to accept that God wants to give us the kingdom, God wants to give all good things, this is what that can look like. The church becomes a beacon 
a shining light, a refuge, where thousands of pounds of food is freely given away to neighbors. 656 backpacks given away to students. Haircuts given freely away to kiddos ready to look their best on the first day of school. A book bus full of books, free for the taking. Chick-fil-A and Grace Pizza for lunch for hungry volunteers. And to top it all off, delicious snow cones for those desiring a sweet treat on a hot August day. Well, we named it the second annual back to school event at Grace, but God calls it something else. God simply calls it kingdom work, which he desires to give to those who want it and who aren't afraid to go and get it. At the core of that is what we believe Jesus says. And this is what he says, I am the bread of life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry. And no one, no one who believes in me will ever be thirsty. Well, yesterday, just like every other food pantry, we always begin by ringing our church bell. It's theologically significant to me. And it's also very routine, and it is the ordering of how we do things. Church is in session when that bell is rung. We are lifting our hearts and our minds to a higher purpose and intention, and it sets the tone for every single time we engage in life-giving work, such as what we did yesterday. We hold in tandem and we know that it is only because Jesus offered himself as nourishment of our souls that then we are able to feed our neighbors, which is another way of saying the table has been set. Because we have been fed, we now are able to feed. And sometimes that's literal flour and water, bread, that we feed our neighbors. Other times, like yesterday, we catch glimpses of what eternity and what heaven must look like and why we feast on the body and blood of Jesus. By doing so, the eternal is made manifest to us. It's made real. And I believe Grace was witness to that yesterday. Bodies fed, souls fed, smiles made, strangers now friends over the shared communion of giving food backpacks, school supplies, haircuts, snow cones, freely, freely away. For myself, I was reminded how yesterday enlarged my view and love of God. I just kept thinking to myself, this really is a glimpse of heaven, joy on faces, all people working side by side, Everyone's sweating like crazy and no one complaining. And the relief on so many parents' faces as they received abundant blessings in the form of boxes of food and school supplies stuffed in colorful backpacks. I am the bread of life, says Jesus. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and thirst again. 
Whoever comes to me will live forever. It is a very humbling thing to know that the work done here could be a reflection of what heaven is really like. There are those moments in life when you know that you're in the flow. When you feel as though if the world ended in that moment, you would be okay because of what you were caught up in. Have you ever experienced that? Well, we had some visitors on our campus yesterday, Father Matt and some of his church members from Calvary Bastrop were with us, serving alongside. And he reminded me of this. While putting food boxes into cars, he looked at me and he said, with a huge smile on his face, this is one glimpse of heaven after another, after another, after another. And I looked at him and I said, Matt, what are you talking about? And he smiled back and he simply said, I'm so glad to be a part of this. This has blessed me tremendously. This is what heaven looks like. Well, blessing others and being a part of the goodness of God is beyond contagious. It's fun. And it's not something that happens every day, I think, for most folks. But when it does, it's like manna for the soul. I personally was deeply touched to see police officers serving alongside me and Matt as priests. I was in awe of how our youth gave away books and backpacks. I was amazed with how church volunteers organized thousands of school supplies in an orderly fashion so that they could be packed into backpacks and given away. Hours and hours spent doing that for other people. And probably most of all, I was so deeply touched by the amount of needy folks in Alvin and how they descended on the grounds of grace to receive what they needed, simply to get their kids ready to go back to school. And when speaking to many of them, not one did not express grace and gratitude for this place. Genuine thankfulness and a gratitude for this church. So I say to you all what Jesus reminds us in his first sentence in the gospel this morning. This is what it looks like when we are not afraid. To bravely do for others what they can't do for themselves. To see a need and to bravely find a way to meet that need. Not thinking, oh, it'll be met by someone else. That is what God speaks about as being kingdom work. It's when the veil is parted just a bit from this world to the next where we catch a glimpse of what heaven just might be like. This is what God is continually inviting us into because it's just pure pleasure for him. So I will say thank you all. Thank you, everyone here who made yesterday possible. And thank you for not being afraid.
for joining in the pleasurable work, God's work, kingdom work. And thank you for believing what Jesus said. Little flock, don't be afraid. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That is what is given to us. And that is what enables us to go into the world and do what we never dreamed we could do. Including living into the abundance of God. Trusting that there is enough. Even doing something crazy like hosting an outside back-to-school bash in the middle of August just because we want to bless and just because we want to give away what has already so graciously been given to us. As one parishioner shared with me yesterday as she was sitting and watching what was happening on the grounds of grace, this is what she said. This is when the church is at her best loving God and loving her neighbors well. This is what Jesus is asking us to do. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you and to give me the kingdom. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.